Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Say this about that, Senator Kalsert. I can read a map. I'd rather be you than him at this point. Uh, you got more money. You got more name recognition. And, yeah, that district drawn even more now for Republicans. It's good to be you right now. Well, thank you, Tim, and it's good to be with you this morning. Yeah, we're seeing a red wave in Georgia. I'm seeing fantastic enthusiasm among Republican voters, and it seems uh, that this is going to be our year, I think, for all the way up and down the ballot, and I certainly hope that I'll be allowed to continue serving the citizens of the 46th district. It now also includes a couple of precincts in Barra County mm -hmm. and over in Gwinnett County, so it's down that 316 corridor, which is somewhat of a community of interest here. And it does just as you redraw the lines, they shift from time to time every 10 years. Well, let me talk about that for a quick second. That 316 corridor, that's been a thing since I've been here. Uh, fix that, do whatever with it. Uh, turn it into an interstate standard highway, take away the interchanges, all of that stuff. Uh, the intersections, replace them with interchanges, roundabouts, traffic circles, trains, all kind of ideas out there. Not a whole lot's changed in the, the, the years that I've been here. Is there anything in the works that we need to know about or think about? Oh, yeah, I think you're seeing a good bit of new development come in along there as, as new industries begin to locate. I mean, Caterpillar one right here at the beginning of it uh, is one of our big starts, but you'll see much more development. It's always been my vision that we develop a biomedical and life sciences type industry around here as we have such a great pharmacy school and the medical school now at the University of Georgia. And I think you'll be seeing that pretty soon. The, the infrastructure is here now if we just get the development in. And in terms of the road itself, though, and I know this would involve maybe the DOT getting involved, maybe even the feds. I don't know. You tell me in terms of making that road more, more efficient. Well, there is a plan to upgrade all the interchanges to get it, as you mentioned, interstate quality. You're not going to believe this, Tim, but back in the early 80s, I was on the Transportation Committee of the Athens Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and we were planning that road mm. at the time. The DOT asked for our input, and we, you know, every one of us, you know, unanimously told them they ought to make that a controlled access interstate highway. <laughs> you know, yeah. to begin with, it's amazing how many, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars we would have saved. There are plans to upgrade all the interchanges the DOT mm. has. They'll take a few more years to do, but. We'll get there eventually. Senator Bill Cassard on the re-election campaign. Well, you mentioned the redistricted 46th district. Uh, local redistricting controversy in the legislature, very much at the heart of that. The legislative delegation, you and, and the other Republicans in the delegation, redrawing the Athens-Clark County Commission district lines. And since you did that, and, and now we have the Mariah Parker District 2 drama, uh, and that's being, even as we speak, there's some talk of a complaint with the State Board of Elections by a citizens group that doesn't like the fact that a Special election is going to be in the new two and going to be in March instead of the current district and in November. Uh, you couldn't have foreseen all of that or any of that, really. You know, I mean, that's, that, that part of it has to be on Mariah Parker, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and I don't understand all the law behind those, uh, you know, when somebody resigns early and to be replaced in a special election. I'm not sure how that works out. But one of the strengths of having staggered terms is you have more continuity mm -hmm. on your commission instead of a total turnover every four years. 
But this is one of the weaknesses, some of the problems that we face with this year's redistricting where some commissioners uh, were left, you know, unable to continue serving for a two-year gap. Uh, that's unfortunate, but it's, you know, you had to, had to get them equal size. You had to comply with the Voting Rights Act. We actually did increase the number of majority-minority districts to allow up to four uh, minority representatives to serve. And it looks like we accomplished that. So I'm proud of that. Uh, sorry for the controversy. Uh, in terms of the legislative session, which is right around the corner, and we'll, we'll assume you get reelected to your seat in the Georgia Senate, what, what, if any, issue is the big one that you see coming now? Always the budget. That's always out there. But beyond that, what, what do you see, if anything? Yeah, you know, we always talk about that, uh, the sneaky issues mm. that you don't prepare for. So right. it'll be interesting to see. I hear, of course, a lot of emphasis on the economy and doing what we can at the state level uh, to keep Georgia strong and keep people employed and opportunities for advancement for everybody. I think we've done a phenomenal job on that in the last several years in particular and expect that will continue. We will still be a very business-friendly state. Uh, we're going to continue supporting education as our top priority. Uh, I think the crime situation is getting a lot of talk and I'm not positive what the solution is from the state side, but I love to be a part of the solution and trying to find well, a way. Well, the, to the governor it. and the the this anti-gang task force, the attorney general involved in that, and some of the first indictments actually came from Athens, from what I understand. Yeah, and if you have lived here for a while, you recognize that we do have a gang problem. We don't like to admit it, we don't like to face it, but it's out there. And I'm glad that we gave the attorney general the tools to come in and prosecute these gangs where local prosecutors won't do it or are not able to do so. Uh, Senator Bill Kalsert with us. Uh, you mentioned the economy, inflation, gas prices, and the gas tax. The suspension of the gas tax in Georgia began in late March, and we had not paid that tax since. And we're not going to pay it until the middle of November, if then. How can we continue to do this, or can we do We can't do this indefinitely, can we? We can't continue to do it indefinitely. We have been blessed with a huge budget surplus this last couple of years. That's enabled us to shift general funds to replace the lost gas tax without hurting the road building projects that are ongoing in our state. So we were fortunate we had the reserves available to backfill for the gas tax here, gas tax in the short term. I don't expect that'll continue indefinitely in the future. I would imagine by next year we'll probably restore the gas tax. Um, and hopefully the rest of the economy keeps percolating and hitting on all gears like it is right now so that we can uh, continue to have enough income from the state to provide all the services that our citizens deserve. But now, you mentioned that surplus. Critics would say, well, so much of that surplus is a result of the federal money, the coronavirus dollars and stimulus and rescue plan and the rest of it, money that was basically printed in D.C. and just thrown around the country and contributing to the inflation that we're dealing with. You know, Tim, I've looked at those numbers, and that's not true. Mm. This surplus is from state money. We've got a $30 billion budget now. And we have got an absolutely full strategic reserve, our revenue shortfall reserve, that's 15% of the last year's revenue, plus additional billions. The federal money is on top of that. Mm. And that's not in our budget, so that's additional spending. It's just a, a ridiculous amount. And, of course, we're paying the price sure. at the federal level. That's what spurred the inflation. When you keep printing money and pumping it into the economy, 
It made the stock market rise. It made all the prices of goods and services rise. And we'll pay the piper one day, so we better be prepared. Uh, you mentioned also education. It's one of those things that that, that that I will say anyway, and folks around here, we send you to Atlanta to bring back money to the University of Georgia. And if you can't do that, we'll find somebody else who will, is what a lot of voters uh, look at when it comes to you folks uh, in the legislature, especially Congress to some extent. Uh, to what extent, uh, I mean, you'd, uh, obviously the state's flagship university, and if you were, I don't know, in Valdosta or Bainbridge, you'd be expected to, to be involved in that. Uh, how successful have you been? How to successfully anticipate being in next year's session? Tim, I think I probably um, irritate some people in Athens, in Atlanta as I fight for the University <laughs> of Georgia in Athens so uh, vehemently over the years. But I look back in my tenure, we built a new pharmacy school. We built a new veterinary, veterinary medicine hospital and school, best in the southeast. We built a new medical school that we had never had before. We now have an engineering program that is growing by leaps and bounds. You've probably seen that special collection library mm. that's gorgeous. Three brand new buildings for the Biz Terry School of Business. I could go on and on. We have had a uh, just an embarrassment of riches and success in bringing home uh, resources for our flagship university. We'll continue doing it. You know, there's a, there's new buildings. Uh, they go up every year or two, and it's all funded by state taxpayer money, which helps supplement the university and allow us to keep the tuition reasonably low. Uh, Senator Bill Cowsert with us. The sort of thing I should do is jot down notes and do show prep and that. I start doing that, the audience starts counting on it, and that shouldn't happen. That's not good for either of us. So I'll have to ask, how long have you been in the Senate? It's been 16 years, Tim. Wow. can't believe I say the same thing, and, and Amy does as well. She <laughs> says, you know, I don't know why you continue doing this, but it's so uh, just stimulating to me and, and meaningful, and it makes me feel like I'm contributing to society here and to my community. And I've loved the privilege of doing it, and I sure hope the voters will give me a chance well, to do you know, it. You, I'm remembering that at oh, 2014, maybe, you turned down what may have been, you said no to what may have been an open shot at a U.S. Congress seat. Uh, it, you, you seem to, uh, you tell me, you prefer Atlanta to D.C., maybe. It was It was actually eight years ago, Tim. Mm -hmm. You're right. I guess 14 would be about right. And uh, you know, it was sort of, of there, an open seat, which are rare things, and I seriously considered that, had a lot of people encourage me to. But I wasn't re ready to give up my life in Athens, give up my law firm. I had kids still in college at the time, and you know, financially I needed to provide for my family, and the, the timing wasn't right for me. And I had, was encouraged by a number of statewide officials that they felt like you know my best fit and where I could best serve our state was to serve at the state level, and so I don't regret it one bit. <laughs> Going to be in Oconee County tonight, you and uh, State Representatives uh, Gaines and Weedauer uh, talking with Republicans there. What, what's the message, quickly? Well, let's get out the vote as much as anything tonight. I mean, we, you know, I, I'm like the rest of your listeners, Tim. I am so sick and tired of hearing these negative ads mm. and all the attack. People know who's running, what their strengths, what their weaknesses are. The key now is who's going to get out and vote. So that's what we're trying to do is to make sure Republican voters go to the polls. And we have whatever you hear in the press. It's not true about <laughs> voter suppression. I've heard you mention we've got the largest turnout ever. We're making it easier to vote, but we are making it harder to cheat because that gives people confidence in the system so they will vote. Yeah, no, I'll say it again. I'll say it to you, what I've said to the audience a thousand times. Now, if you intended to suppress the vote, you're pretty lousy at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tim, I listen to you every morning on my way into work, and I love your, your uh, insights on things. And I agree with you totally there. And I don't think there's any data, any statistics that will show anything other 
then it is easier to vote. Polls are very accessible. Early voting has already started. Absentee voting is still um, very simple to do, but it's hard to get more than one ballot now. There you go. State Senator Bill Couch again at 6.30 this evening, Marswood Hall. The Oconee County Republican Party, as he mentioned, early voting through the 4th and Election Day, proper 15 days from today. Best of luck out there. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. I feel like I could talk to you for an hour here. <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.